Welcome back to another episode of the Noble Order of Savages. I am your host, Marcus. Joining me today is my favorite co-host, of course, because he's always here. Hey, Jason, how you doing? I'm doing good, and you're right. I am always here, so I should get a pay grade. I yes, should get a pay yes, grade. yes, yes, you will. Yep. Derek, Derek is getting a pay cut. <laughs> 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 and joining us today is a very special guest. He is a, uh, I would say, very personal friend to uh jason also sure. a tattoo artist <laughs> i could throw that out there uh, yes. how many hours do you think you've spent working on me a lifetime <laughs> <laughs> my, my brother from a different mother or bro from a different hoe as some would say <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the show kevin how you doing bro i am good thank you for having me here Oh, no problem, man. I mean, when he told me that uh, we were going to be bringing you in, I was like, hey, bring him in. You know, he told me about, I, I, obviously, I get to see your work whenever I hang yeah. out with him. So I'm like, you know, that that definitely looks awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I listen to you guys all the time. I think this shit's awesome. Like, so, I mean, it was meant to be, I guess, in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course. Great. It's like hanging out with everybody when I listen to you guys. So. Well, that's what we ain't. Yeah. It's like, I'm just chilling, hanging out. I'm at work. I'm like, sweet. I get so, to hang out with Jason. So, uh, I'm going to just kick this off with, uh, I went ahead and did something. Uh-oh, what'd you do? Did you do it? I uh, got my first uh, dose. You got your first ghost? I got my first shot. Oh, <laughs> yeah? Oh, yeah. Sweet. It was, it was, a, it was a lot worse than you think. Because <laughs> I... I I typically hate needles, yeah. <laughs> especially yeah. getting shots. So my buddy Josh, he takes me up there. He's like, I'll drive. I was like, all right, cool. Takes me up there. We're waiting. The guy comes out. He has this needle. Josh knows I hate needles, okay? He was like, yo, I'm going to pay for these monsters. You know, he's like, I'm going to pay for these monsters before you get started. So the guy comes out with it. He sees the guy. He The guy sits down. He pulls the needle out. And as soon as he pulls it out of the uh, the sleeve, Josh stops whatever he's doing. This is a bro here. He knew for a fact I was getting ready to bolt. So he, <laughs> and so he stood there in my way like, all right, bro, look at me. Look at me. Like, make eye contact. I'm like, dude, I'm looking at you. He's like, yeah, don't look at the needle. I was like, dude, it's too late. I already saw the needle. He's like, dude, just hold still. Hold still, bro. Look at me. I got you. I got you. And, of course, it was over in a matter of seconds. But I was like, you know what? You just saved my life. Aww. Yeah, that's sweet. So, so huge shout out to my boy Josh. He he really saved my life because I was really aiming. I was really looking at that exit like it's looking really pretty right now. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Oh, like yeah? I had never been afraid of needles, even as like a little kid. Like I'm scared of death. Though. I'll be honest with you. That's weird because you you stick people with needles. <laughs> <laughs> I know, really. And I've had plenty myself, and I've, I've had plenty of piercings in my day, and I. I will get a tattoo any day over a piercing. Like there's something between puncture and abrasion that no, just like no, no, you're you're right. Um, it's weird. Like, I, uh, I don't know. I've always been weird. No, no could, matter how many I've had, like piercing wise, anyways, like I'm always like, and oh my god, when I go to the 
hospital and I've gotten like, I don't know, a tetanus shot or whatever. They're just like, well, you should be used to this. And I'm like, no, I shouldn't be used to this because it's different. And they're like, how is it different? And I got to go to full explanation. No, it, it, there is there is something different between getting a tattoo and getting a piercing. I mean, I've had some piercings in my life. And I think you're, I don't know, like me personally, I think your body kind of goes through a different kind of shock than when you're getting a tattoo. Because yeah. like, I, I've known two people. Um, so this one guy that I used to work with, he wanted to get his tongue pierced. And so I took him up to get his tongue pierced. Okay. And so like he gets it, he comes walking out and like, granted, he never had a tattoo or anything like that before in his life. So he comes walking out and I can just see it in his face. Like, like the guy was done. And as soon as the guy was done, he just popped up and just walked right out. <laughs> he felt right and like, he was just white. He was yes. just like a ghost white. And like, I'm watching him and like the, the, the piercer's like, dude, catch him. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm going over trying to catch him and he just fell. Oh, yeah. wow. And then like, um, another friend of mine, she, um, she went to get her nipples pierced. And like, and she has tattoos and everything else like that. So like, she was used to like tattoos and everything else. And she's had a couple other piercings, but she went in to get her nipples pierced and they started on the left one. And as soon as they did it, she was like, she said, like, I felt like I was going to pass out. She's like, I started getting hot flashes and everything else. Yeah. Like I was going to pass out. And so then she was like, all right, nope, that's all we're doing. We're not going to do the right one. We're, mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're going to have one fancy tit and one plain Jane tit. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's it. We're walking, we're walking <laughs> circling to the right for a while. But, um, it's like, there is a difference. There is. There is. Oh, yeah. I mean, even with those endorphins and stuff like that, I mean, you know, piercings are like quick and whatnot, but I mean, if your body's not ready, even if you're like mentally ready, I mean, if, let's say you don't, you don't eat that day or whatever, anything like that, yeah. when your endorphins start running, man, it's like, you know, even if you're in your head, you're like, I don't feel shit, then like all of a sudden it's happening, your body's like, no, I feel all of this, but I'm not going to tell you. But I tell you what, once you sit up, I'm going to make you sit down. <laughs> you know, and that's pretty much exactly what happens. I mean, I've had multiple cases of that. Like, it's their first tattoo, and they want to do something rather ballsy. And I warn them. I have warned them, you know. But I also am like, look, just eat a really good meal before you come in. That's mm -hmm. cool, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what their really good meal is, you know, they completely blacked out drunk the night before and then <laughs> oh, wow. they, you know they're hungover and they don't want to eat breakfast in the morning or even in not those circumstances they just want to like just come right in because they're they're so pumped so they don't want to eat you know what i'm saying when you're excited mm -hmm. you don't really want to eat i'm like you gotta do it you know so they come in and they sit down and i'm like hey, look let me know if you're not feeling right and i will stop and we can take a break and they're like cool and I'm like, all right, cool. And I'm going to get going, get the outline done. They're pretty solid. Start shading. Because that's, you know, shading's a whole other, uh, or, or other color work, you know. It's mm -hmm. it's a lot more trying, you know. Um, it's a different Shading feel, sucks. But it's, you're, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're covering, like, a lot more ground. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So your body is just like, I ain't having any of this. 
but it's like, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing, <laughs> me, dude? So I had this guy, <laughs> I had this dude, and he was like, you know, he was a man's man, and he was like, it was my first tattoo, and it wasn't anything crazy, but I mean, it was at least a couple hours of work, and I, I did that thing, I was like, you know, hey, dude, make sure you eat, like, a good breakfast or something before you come in. It's appointment was, like, noon. So he comes in. I start working on him, you know, to get the outline done. He's solid. You know, it was a tribal piece, you know. It was just, it was all fill work. So it was constant drilling. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to interrupt there for a second. That also sucks. <laughs> we, yeah. I have my upper arm. I have tribal pieces on my upper arm. Mm-hmm. And Kevin went in and blacked them out. Mm-hmm. And you talk about just one of the most meat grinding things. It's grueling. It yeah. is because it's just Kevin. Ends. It's just Kevin just sitting there going, yeah. and you're like, oh my god, I can feel like yeah. every aspect of this. And you gotta pass it, you know. <laughs> it's just, oh my god, yeah. It's just black over black getting driven into your skin. Yeah, dude, it was. It's rough. So yeah. I was doing that, and then. He's like, he goes, these are like, these are quotes. He goes, oh, oh, I was like, hey, man, you're right. You know, and he's just like, oh, I, oh, and he was like your buddy that like had a bunch of shots and he's like, get ready to puke. And you're like, all right, dude, let's get you, let's get you to the safe spot. You know, Mm -hmm. like, man, I don't feel so good. I up, I'm like, okay, dude, do me a favor, just stay in the chair, okay? Just do not get up. Whatever you do, I'll go get you a candy bar. We'll get you, you get you rolling. You know, all that sugar and stuff will get you back up the car, providing you don't get up. Mm-hmm. Hold so, on, hold on, hold on. Let me guess. Yeah. He got up. Oh <laughs> no! Not only did he, not only did he get up, but he was just like, he was just like, Ugh, no. <laughs> I gotta go. And he's like, he like, it's like so like, oh, like I gotta go. I'm like, I can't touch you, dude. Like once once you get up, dude, if you're passing out, insurance wise, I can't, I can't catch you. I cannot touch you. Like you know, like I, I can only prevent you, mm-hmm. but I cannot. Like if I were to catch you as you're passing out in my business, like you know, that's I can't, I can't. Insurance wise, it'll just it's bad. You know, I'm responsible if you get hurt, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either get hurt. That's the irony. <laughs> um, but, so yeah, he hit the ground and his wife comes running back. She's like, what happened? And I'm like, I'm like, he, I told him to not get up and he got up and he's down now. I was like, he, did he eat today? No. Okay. I was like, well, you go get him something to eat at least and, you know, just let him chill. But you gotta take care of him. Blah blah. blah. Once to continue, we'll continue. So yeah, she went and hooked him up, and he felt like a million bucks as soon as he woke up. And he got something in his stomach, dude. He felt like he was ready to take on the world, dude. And that was great because you know what? He sat down for the rest of that tattoo, and he was solid the entire way. And he, he came back. I he, did a lot more work on him. He was a he was a good little trooper. He was. He was after that. So don't 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 try to be a big dog. I mean, really, that's what it is. I mean, if you're done, you're done. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, so the moral of the story is eat something good, eat something good, and just stay in the chair. Yeah, stay in the fucking chair. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Listen to your artist. Because, in all honesty, Kevin, I was thinking about my first piece 
Yeah. I, I am a fresh I'm a fresh meat here. Oh, you know what we love those. You know you know what he needs? We he love needs, that virgin skin. He needs a, <laughs> Travis uh Marcus needs to get a Coxzilla. Coxzilla? Yeah. Like, like a giant like penis that looks kinda like Godzilla. Godzilla already kinda looks like that. Yeah, it kinda does. Flaccid, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Actually, actually I was thinking like a Pablo Escobar back tattoo. <laughs> Oh, oh, you know what'd be great on him? You know what'd be great on him? Like on this shoulder, a Packers logo, and on the other shoulder, a uh, Cubs logo. I'm not familiar with football. (laughs) We would like to thank everybody for joining us. He hates the Cubs and he hates the Packers. (laughs) Do we have something packing into a Cub? (laughs) (laughs) That's why I like Kevin. Hey, Kevin, you've been to Chicago. You should already know that if you mention Packers, it's it's yes. a Oh, dude. Yeah, especially in Bear County. In Bear, in Bear Country. Come on. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll tell I'll tell a little Kevin story. Oh, man. So, um, the very first piece that Kevin ever did, did on me, you remember what it is? I did the bathroom. Yeah. So, I have a, I have a giant biomechanical bathroom on the back of my leg. And it was what it was. It was like one of your earliest clients, wasn't it? Like right after you were one practice. of my first. Yeah. it was. I was about a year and a half official in, like maybe about a year official, like out of my apprenticeship. So, yeah. So we sit down, and um, timing was of no essence to me. <laughs> yeah. By the way, <laughs> so so we sit down, and it was uh, Brett. Brett yeah. hooked us up. Yeah. So our, our friend Brett hooked us up. And just this giant, like you've seen, you've seen that piece on the back of my leg, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. So we're sitting there, and Kevin's just starting, and it was six hours. Yeah, of Kevin doing the outline. Oh yeah. Oh wow. And then we went back, and then we it was did. Like it was. This is what it sounded like. It went. <laughs> For eight hours, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much how it was. So then the next thing was, so I went back again. And what was it? What was next? Was the shading part? Oh, yeah. I was after that, yeah. Yeah. The outline alone. Yeah. I completely went out, outside of my my uh, comfort zone being able to even do this. But I had that drive. He did have that drive. There we so, go. So we had another six-hour session, and then we finally did the last six-hour session. So the first time I met Kevin and hung out with Kevin was three different days of spending six hours with Kevin. Yes. And we bonded over every day. Well, we started bonding as soon as he came in, and he was like, I've seen some of your artwork. I really want to baffle it. And I was like, you're my friend now. (laughs) It was like we're, like we're like, friends forever now. We were skipping what down High like Street, around? holding hands. Yes. <laughs> there yes. was like flowers and puppies everywhere. I brought the flowers. But do you remember what was playing on the last on the last hour of the last six hour session? Oh, I, I don't know about that. Deicide. Was it? Yes. <laughs> so we were we were listening to Deicide, and just as Kevin's finishing up, he says, "You know, we did three three six hour sessions." I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, and Deicide's playing. He's like, yeah. 
and I just did a bathamon on you. Yeah. I think we opened a gateway to hell somewhere. Yes, we did. <laughs> and that's where our friendship was sealed. Yes. Yeah, oh, man, I love stories like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got, we got, there's, there's a forge in the fire in the hell. <laughs> that's where our signatures are. What was, um, oh, the first time you tattooed my neck? Oh, yeah. We were sitting uh, there, and like the whole time I'm like, oh, this sucks. And yeah. Kevin's just like, man. <laughs> Kevin start. he goes, you know what's funny? Is like, when I put the needle on your jawline, I can feel your jaw lap rat. Wait, Jesus Christ, Kevin, stop. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not very good at, uh, Appropriating words for situations. No, it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> oh no, it's, that's perfect. Like, because I have this Medusa on my side, on the, on the side of my neck. That's the first one that Kevin did. And like, one of the snakes goes right along my jaw. Yeah, line. sure does. <laughs> Kevin was like, "And oh, I feel that in your jaw." It was like, you know, every time I hit the pedal and the gun starts up, your heartbeat races. Machine, Jason. <laughs> oh, machine. Sorry. Well, that can be a lead way into our next subject, and that is, yes. what is the equipment that you use to do your tattoos? Um, a needle that I wrap in, like, the finest of silks. <laughs> and the metal is forged out of the finest irons <laughs> of Hades. Are we getting fancy here? Yeah. <laughs> And then the ink goes out of the bowels. <laughs> bowels. The bowels of Cthulhu. <laughs> the blackest of blacks inks purged from the squid of Cthulhu. Of Cthulhu. You're probably <laughs> you are probably scaring someone from getting their first tattoo right now. <laughs> They're like, holy shit, this is real. Oh, this, this is real. Oh my god! I, Ariel. I knew this yeah. was evil. I brought. It, I tried to bring it back to Disney. I yeah, he did. He had he sex did. with Ariel, and then you know they had a squid, and then you're gonna get a I suit took, by Disney. I took that. Oh. Okay, here's a good one for you. Here's a good one for you, and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure you'll be willing to share this story. Yeah. The so the worst tattoo idea that you was like, ah, eh, fuck it, I'm gonna go along with it. Oh man, okay. Uh, <laughs> I've had a couple. Um, I had this. Well, I've got, I've got a couple. Um, I had this dude that like walked into my shop and he he just got out of prison, as he told me. Um, and he was all part of the like AV, and he wanted like the lightning bolts on the side of his eye, and he wanted his swastika on his chest, like fixed up. So that's one of the worst ones. Um, oh, Jesus. I denied it, but um, I said, I'm not going to mess with those. And he was like, well, I got this other one, man. You think you can fix it up? I'm like, oh, I'll take your money, but I ain't messing with any of that fucking Aryan bullshit, you know, whatever. So, like, mm -hmm. he lifts up his shirt, and he's got, like, this, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what the fuck it was. <laughs> Like, it was, I think it was a dude busting out of his birthcage. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it was hand, okay? And, like, <laughs> what was that? And he was like, do you think you can fix this? I'm like, I'm like, well, it's like, you know, can I, can I just rework it? He was like, I'll do 
dude, I'm down, whatever, man. I, I'm, you know, okay, whatever, you know. So we scheduled that day or whatever. He let me freehand it or whatever, which I'll just like roll on it, and go to town, right? And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, okay, whatever, you know, like this should this guy shouldn't move around so much on his ribs. He's in prison. He's so hardcore. He was like AB and whatever. Like, you know, oh my God. So I start working on this guy and he starts fucking swatting at me. And I was like, stop. He was like, oh man, it hurts. And I'm like, it's on your ribs, dude. I was like, I've got a rib piece myself. It's not, it's not great, dude. Like, it's totally not great, right? So he's just like, well, man, if you can make it not hurt, I'm like, okay. So I keep going, you know. I'm I wasn't being like the best like I guess host, but I'm gonna take this one for money, you know, like whatever. I'm not gonna get it. But anyway, so he keeps swatting me and this guy's like swatting at me. So I had to like stop everything. I was like, Okay, we're gonna have to schedule it and you're in a better mindset. But I can't even I wish to God I had a picture of what he had. And he said that he like Got it. There's a guy on the bottom bunk of the cell, like tattooing while his arms were on the top bunk of the cell. I'm thinking to myself, dude, you got like a prison tattoo, and you can't even take like what what's going on here. And I barely like started on you, man. What what is going on here? Like I don't know. Um, another one. I know I went off track and went all over the place. You're fine. Mm-hmm. Um. I did some weird butterfly on the, right above this dude's junk. Um, you know how some of us, when we get older, we get like that little, like, that little puff above our junk. The food pot, I guess, is what some people call it, that little food yeah. pot. Yeah. Um, he wanted this butterfly, but this butterfly, what he wanted, it was in such a profile that you can't really tell it was a butterfly. Um, and honestly, <laughs> it I, was I a butterfly, but not a butterfly. I can't even tell you. Like he, he told me the like the scientific name of said butterfly, and I don't know. And I tried to work with it. Um, I tried to work with it and made it look like a butterfly perching because that's exactly like how. Said piece so please, was. Please say you made the butterfly perching on his junk. Yes. Wait, be... I, I know. That's honestly, I was going for that because I think that's what he was going for. So I like redrew it and he didn't like it. He wanted the exact picture. And I was like, oh my god, dude, like You're missing a growing opportunity. I was just like, okay man, look, you know, this picture you have, I can do it exactly like it, man, but it's not gonna look. It's just like I don't care. I want it to look like it's perching right above where where my dick starts, you know. And you know, I try, and I I always try. Like even with anybody that came to me with an image had this like certain image in their head. I tried my hardest to bring it bring it to fruition for them, to where you know, if it's if it's a, okay, this butterfly sit on a fucking flower, you know? And just the position of the image and how it looks or whatever, there's ways to go around it 
to make it actually make that work on your skin. There is a difference. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I did it. So this guy has a butterfly sitting on the start of where his stick hangs out. So it's oh god on the branch, you know, but it's not on the branch, right? It's it's, it's hovering above the branch. Yeah, it's, it's getting like, ready to yeah. land. And he, oh. So I kind of feel like I kind of feel like you needed to put like Arnold Schwarzenegger off to the side, yelling "Get to the chopper!" Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I would have put Arnold all over that shit, but yeah, I mean, I did it, and it was really awkward, but whatever. I mean, I don't, I don't care. Like my head's like elsewhere anyway, so <laughs> it's awkward anyway. Even if a girl wanted to play whatever, I don't care. Like, it's an awkward place to tattoo because the skin is so fucking spongy right there. Yeah. It is so fucking spongy. So, I don't know. So, what, so, when you're in a tattoo shop, what, what pieces do you look forward to doing compared to, like, pieces that you don't look forward to doing? Like, Um, like, is there certain people, like, when they come into the shop, you know, like, oh, this is going to be awesome because they're going to have a great idea. Or, like, do you just see when someone comes in, you're like, are you? It's like, you already know, like, she wants a butterfly above her ass crack. You know, like, anyone, anyone that I was able to do, I didn't, I never really gave a shit. Like, you know, like, butterfly stuff, tribal, whatever. I mean, I would always, I was always sick because I was working. You know, like, it was always, um, if I was able to put some insight onto it and maybe customize said piece, like, definitely juice, be it butterfly, be it, a Tasmanian fucking devil, like whatever. If I could, like, if I can be like, hey, look, let me juice it up for you a little bit. Like, then I would, you know, it would make it better for all parties. Yeah. Because they would, you know, I would hook them up. I, I always hook people up, you know, no matter what. But if they came in and picked Flash on the wall, that was fine to me. Whatever. I mean, that's what you want. I mean, that's, I, I'm not you, you know? Yeah. Like, so whatever. Um, but my God, if someone came in with a fucking big ass skull piece they wanted. You hear every goddamn sure I was like so used to do it. I mean anything like that, like any kind of that like macabre stuff, I'm like, oh, just give it to me. Like clear my calendar. Like oh <laughs> But you know what? I didn't ever care. It was work was coming in, so I would treat everybody about the same, you know, like as far as and as long as you walk out of this place and you're completely stoked about what you got, and you got that confidence, like, once you're walking out, you do get that confidence, so it feels so good once you get a tattoo, you know, that's, that's honestly all that matters to me, like, I wanted you to walk out with a smile on your face, mm-hmm. I ain't trying to sell nothing, by the way, I ain't trying to sell shit, but <laughs> <laughs> like, it made me feel really good, like, every time somebody walked out, they were, they were fucking stoked, you know, they were just so happy when they got it done, you know, like, that's, that made me, that made it worth it to me, and you know what I'm saying, be it some evil ass shit or this stupid little butterfly or whatever, or like that made me the happiest. Like, oh. I, I will say, like that's the one thing about like Kevin when you when, when you go to Kevin, like I mean hell, like he's been like ninety percent of my tattoos are Kevin's. It, it's Kevin's work, and like a lot of times it was just like sitting down and we'd be like, so what do you what do you think, like, and we'd just be like. Ah, you know what? Let's do like a female style Frankenstein, and then Kevin will draw it out, and then boom, it's like on the side of my leg. Yeah, that was <laughs> one of my first one too. Yeah, 
That was actually the second one. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, you know, we were sitting there, and I had, like, these chunks in my arm that needed to be filled. And we were just sitting there one day thinking about it. And I was like, well, what are we going to do? It was like, let's do tentacles and eyeballs. And Kevin (laughs) was like, fuck yeah, let's do that. And so, like, Kevin got the Sharpie. And, like, he literally just started drawing on my skin. And he just, after that, he just turned it into what it was. Yeah. It was was growing. Yeah. More and more tentacles and eyeballs. Yes. <laughs> well, see, well, see, that's that's what that's what uh, always inter- uh, interests me about tattoos is that I see people with them. Uh, some people get them for you know awesome reasons, you know, either to remember somebody or yeah. you know, or it's a symbol or whatever. And you definitely and 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 the best part about it is is that. When you actually talk to somebody, like there's a couple of guys in my job that have tattoos, and when I point out, like, "Yo, that's a that's a sweet tattoo," it's like it makes their day. Yeah, it yeah. makes their day. They're like, "Yeah, dude, I got this at this place, and this guy did it." I don't know who the guy's name. I don't even know who yeah. this guy is, but they're just saying his name. And, about it. Yeah, yeah, they're stoked. You know, yeah. they're happy to show it off, and I'm like, "Yo, that's you know, kind of cool." You know. So I was like, you know, like I was telling Jason, I was like, you know, maybe, maybe one of these days, you know, find something to, you know, slap on this uh, fresh skin right here. Yeah. <laughs> finally, finally get yeah. it over with. <laughs> All of us switches love that fresh virgin skin. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I think Marcus needs? Uh oh. I think he needs Candyman all the time. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't do that. Don't do I that. He does. Tony, the Tony Todd Candyman. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You know that- you know the new either one, that, either that or Picasso Homer. <laughs> yes. I, I'll, I'll take Picasso Homer. Okay, like you're 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 literally bringing up a problem. Man. Like just think of it, like getting over your fear. Yeah. Like how great would that be? Okay, like, getting over my fear would basically be doing therapy and then going watching a movie. Okay, but to have that on me, that'd be kind of different. <laughs> Did you hear him? What would he say? If you if you go in and get a a Candyman tattoo. That's your first one. Make sure you eat a really big meal and listen to your artists. And don't get up when they when you're feeling like <laughs> listen to my advice. No problem. <laughs> and I'm just gonna say our uh, fourth member is like so chilled right now. Like this, look at this. Look at this. He just he just knocked out. Just knocked out. Yes, yes. For those who can't see, I am actually holding a kid now. It's your cat now. Yeah, pretty much, he's part of the podcast. I mean, yeah. he's been cool. He's just been laxing. Yeah, nobody's bothering me. I'm gonna just go to sleep. Podcast, pod, podcast, podcast. It's the podcast. Yes, but no, like, like seriously though, like just think about how cool it would be to have Kevin do like just like the upper half of like Candyman, Tony Todd, like the hooks oh, up, man, the, hook, the hooks like, up like this, like yeah, and the rib cage, and there's bees. And then I'm going to have to explain that one. <laughs> no Everybody already knows the phobia here or the trauma. No, that's what, that's what you know, makes it you so know, much better. The best explanation from that is be like, dude, I'm from Chicago. Caprini Green was my shit. I fucking rolled those fucking streets. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come at me. Yeah. All you got to <laughs> see is Caprini Green. That's it. <laughs> because you know what? Hey, no one's representing from there now because it's a big giant parking lot. I drove by it last time I was up there. And so that you're good. So you're good. <laughs> no one's gonna be coming at you. 
So uh, switching gears here for a second, right. you're gonna find this hilarious. Uh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Before you switch gears, I just want to tell you, I saw the trailer to the new Candyman movie. Dude, I was not impressed. So, dude, yeah. I think it looks great. No, it no, don't get me wrong. It, it, it has that atmosphere yeah, from the first yeah. one, but That's what seeing but was. seeing what they did to him, I'm just like it doesn't invoke the same fear. Yeah. Tony Todd yeah, really got me. I, oh no, I think I, I think they did good, and it comes out in August. You told me you'd go see that with me. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> I, did I did see a picture of Tony Todd giving a thumbs up to the coming soon poster of Candyman. All yeah. I gotta say is this: Can I? Can I at least yeah, walk on. in there lit? We're gonna go see it. That's I need to be lit. Okay. No, nope. yeah. nope. you're gonna go in. Marcus, I will actually agree with you. You need to be lit. Thank you. That brings me that brings me to my switch gears moment because I was with a coworker. We were just bullshitting yeah. like ninety percent of the day. And he told me that he had uh he had some um some some magical snacks mm-hmm. in a bag in his car that he was delivering to another coworker because he said he'll get it for him and he was hoping that that coworker would share. <laughs> right. And I'm just like, oh, okay. He was like, and he asked me, he's like, you know, just blowing. He's like, you ever did shrooms? I was like, I wish. <laughs> you know, I was like, honestly, the only thing I've ever done was uh, was basically weed, edibles. That's it. But I was like, you know, trying shrooms. I was like, I'm I'm down for trying shrooms. I was like, I wouldn't mind yeah. trying that. A little bit of hit of acid, you know. Go go to my Jimi Hendrix right there. You oh, know. Let me tell you, it'll change your life. <laughs> well, I'm like this. I'm not getting any younger. Yeah, I'm not getting any younger, so I'm like, you know, might as well just go on the lights little uh, spirit uh, spirit quest, yes. some hallucinogenic stuff. You know, find a nice little plot of a uh, desert land or a forest, and you know, have some fun. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the best spot for you to be in that situation. Um, with we're all about the same age, so I would highly recommend you bring mass hydration with you. Um, just because even in our younger days, you can't get enough hydration, I guess. Um, I, I, I love that. I, it's like, my it's, lips disappeared at one point. It's like, it's like tripping with elders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> remember, uh, remember to take plenty of hydration when you take your acid and your shrooms. You know, I read this, uh, I was reading this book by John Waters, and he was talking about on his, like, I think it was his 74th birthday, um, him and Mink Stoll, uh, he got a hold of her, and he was like, look, this is a new, like, 74th birthday, I really want to step again. And he had a buddy, they did it all right, they got the right stuff and everything. So at, like, 70 years old, the son of a bitch is, like, tripping. And he set everything out, had like random notebooks everywhere, like had the mood set. And he said it was the best time of his life at the age that he was at. And he was like, but it was all controlled. They had one sober guy there, which back in the day when you were younger, he didn't want the sober guy because he would just throw you into like a bad trip. He didn't want him around. Um, but now when you're older, you need that support. But he said it was perfect. So you know what? We're almost sitting at age where it might be okay. We're in that like medium. I know the second time 
I, so this past Thanksgiving, I took my first kind of dose of acid. Oh, okay. yeah. And it was, it was, it was just half a dose. And like, I got, I got a little bit off of it, but like the feeling afterwards was amazing. Like it, like I, I felt like a completely different person and like it, like my mind felt like it was more together. Uh, fast forward to a few months later, I was hanging out with a couple of friends and I took my first full dose of acid and, um, ended up watching Color Out of Space and Mandy. Oh. <laughs> and it was like so amazing. It was like so amazing to see that. Cause like, Cause like there was stuff in color out of state and color out of space that like I didn't notice before. And like when I was tripping, like I, I noticed it and I was like, holy shit, this is like a completely different movie. And then, um, we watched Mandy and like Mandy was so much brighter than what it was the first time. Mm. Um, yeah, and I was like completely thrown away. So like I I'm getting ready to leave. So it's like midnight when I'm leaving my friend's house because we started at like you left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a bad thing? Oh, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm fairly inexperienced with taking acid. I was staying, <laughs> but I wanted to go home. Yeah. So I got in my truck and I was driving home. Oh and it was it was it was it was awesome. I I do not recommend anybody drinking or doing drugs and driving home. I, I I am totally against that. Don't. But it was really fucking awesome. <laughs> it was it was my first time. I made the mistake. But it was like really awesome because like I was like I did the speed limit. I was in the middle lane, and then like when cars would pass me, it was like I was in space. And and then I was like I was like shit. I gotta listen to something. And I was like, what am I gonna listen to? And I was like, you know what? I'm still all charged up from the movie Mandy. I'm gonna to listen to the soundtrack. Oh god. So I'm flying down 70. Dear God. <laughs> I am flying down 70 <laughs> on acid. And I'm Dodge Ram. In a Dodge Ram. <laughs> listening to the fucking Mandy soundtrack. And it is the most amazing soundtrack to a movie that there ever was made. King Crimson. <laughs> yes. And I'm just like, oh, and I get home. And I, I park my truck, I get out of my truck, I turn the music off, I go walking in, I go to lay down, and I'm like, I still want to listen to music. And so it's like, it's like one o'clock at this point. So I'm like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm not tired. Like, I want to keep listening to music. Well, yeah. So then I put on Neurosis. So for the rest of the night, I've worked my way through every single Neurosis album. And uh, if you're not familiar with what Neurosis is, they're a post-metal kind of, like, to me, they're, like, very soundscape-ish. Like, they yeah, make these very, very their, their music is very atmospheric, and it's very layered, and it's just very awesome. Is that not the majority answer? He had twigs in his beard. <laughs> it's just like, I'm going back to nature, Dad. twigs <laughs> braided in his beard. What's wrong, son? I, like, I am the green man. <laughs> but yeah, like no, like if you're gonna do it, totally do it. I, I totally support it. Like it, it, not only not only do I totally support it on the sense of that, I think it's a good experience that a lot of people need to go through. Yeah, but you're not good people too. Yeah. Um, I and I'm really mad at myself that I've waited so long to 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 dabble with psychedelics. 
but the feeling you have afterwards and how your mind feels afterwards is amazing because it really does feel like it really does feel like like Doctor Manhattan from Watchmen reaches inside your skull and just be's like, Jason, we're going to reset your mind. Yeah, click, click, oh. and then like your mind just resets, and yeah. like anything that was bothering you or anything else, you're like, that's just yes or bad anymore. Yeah, and like, it really changes your outlook in life. And like, but be careful, be yeah. cautious, be yeah. with good people. That's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Not advocating for this, but <laughs> no, I am. I yeah. <laughs> I am advocating for this. Um, there, there well, is. see, well, see, I knew I I, I knew this uh, old hippie once. I used to work at a uh, thrift store, and there was an old hippie that worked there. And you know, he was telling me about like crazy parties that he would go to in like you know, uh, like major forest preserves or the desert yeah. and stuff like that, and the drugs that they would do. I mean, he he made it sound like like it was fucking awesome. And, you know, he, 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 you know, he had his good stories. He had his bad stories. And, you know, the major takeaway from it was he was like, if you're going to basically, you know, do, if you're going to party and, you know, do these recreational drugs, he was like, definitely have people you trust because, you know, if you don't know these fucks that's with you, uh, shit can go sideways very fucking fast. It could, it could just bad. I mean, and there, there is such a thing as microdosing. I mean, mm-hmm. it's been proven even with, uh, you know, the medicinal, like, mushrooms and all that, you know, I mean, there, there is, there's a lot of validity to it. So, you get a little cold feet, you don't need to, you need, don't need to go in the deep end all at once, man. You know, like, go in a little bit. Oh, yeah, just little by little. Yeah. You know, like, like, going into the, you know, pool. Start at the, start at the, you know, two feet and work your way yeah. to six. You need, like, 20 hits like I did a long time ago. Go into, like, fucking crazy, like, Oh, don't don't be me. Don't don't don't, yeah. don't be Kevin. <laughs> I, I, I tend to learn the hard way on a lot of things. So yeah, but you know what? I'm still here. I'm functioning. All my fingers work. That's the important part. Yeah, yeah. That's the very important part. You yeah. walked away unscathed with some awesome stories. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> was it? Was it? That also brings me to uh, Hunter S. Thompson. Oh, your God, yeah. Yeah. Like, the guy, that guy, in my opinion, is a fucking legend. Oh, he is. Like, they read off his daily routine when it comes down to him writing. And Mm -hmm. the fucked up part is that the majority of his day involves drugs, alcohol, a little bit of food, more drugs and alcohol, and then watching pornographic videos while writing. And he his writing bad. usually yeah. starts at midnight and ends at five in the morning, and that's when he gets yeah, a little bit of sleep. Cool. And then eight a.m. he's back at it. Yeah, yeah. He had um, he um, was very very much was about breakfast. Like he wanted to have a good breakfast. Like it was a ritual for him. Breakfast oh yes. Shared alone with him and him alone. He took it very personally. And um, there was a tally of his breakfast, and it was insane. But he would do it like that was like just his his time for him, you know. And then it would kind of unlock him. And of course, at the end of said breakfast, it was like six lines of like the best cooking, obviously, <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. you know. But then he would follow it up with his like wild turkey and you know whatever he did, you know. He did have rest times, you know, but 
Oh my god. Me and that guy right. It's I see that was that was that was the best part of his writing. He didn't do it sober. Well, in a way he did. If you want to look at it. I mean, because he kind of seasoned himself. He uh what do you call it? Uh, he Gonzo. Gonzo Gonzo. It, it was Gonzo, but he brined him he was he was always living in a world of brining. You know, when you brine like a good meat to mm-hmm. cook, he was always brining himself to spit out like Stuff that like people were reading. I I I liked with his writing how he would take, um, like let, let's take for example the when he was on the campaign trail, the Fair and Loathing. Oh, one, I do. Yeah, yeah. the mm-hmm. Fair and Loathing, the, the nineteen seventy six political uh, campaign. I like how he would take the true story and then move like add to it these fantastic ideals. Yes. And it would go from there. Like, what's really kind of funny about it is, if you go back, uh, like in Fear and Loathing, where they're talking about the Adrenochrome. Yeah, the Adrenochrome, yep. That's where QAnon gets that in their conspiracy theory. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. It's like, Jesus Christ, he just kind of made this up. Yeah. I mean, it's it's real to a point. It was, it's legit. Like, yeah, him putting it into that, like... Yeah, that's what... Uh, somebody read it was like, oh my god, this is real. It's like, Jesus Christ, people. <laughs> it's like... That's the Gonzo of it, though. That's the, yeah. that's the Daisy Rose. It's mm-hmm. the longest-running joke. Like, it's... And that is legend. Oh my god, is that legend. Like, it's like, dude, it's carried on through decades. It is bullshit. It's like, really? I mean, it wasn't to one person, but it's just... I mean, it's, I don't know. But the best part about him was, you know, uh, and I, I'm I'm paraphrasing because I don't I can't remember the whole quote. Right. And that is, you know, most people want to try to make it towards the end of the road, you know, all neat, clean, you know, unscathed, that sort of thing. He was like, no. He was like, you know, when you get to the end of the road, come in sliding sideways. Big yep. dust clouds, your clothes are fucked sure. up, you're bruised, you're scratched, all this other shit, and you basically yep. say, hell, that was a fucking hell of a ride. Yep. And it was that quote, and yeah. everybody, all our listeners, I was paraphrasing, you can look it up on Google, I'm pretty sure it's there. After reading that quote, I literally was like, I literally had to ask myself, like, am I really fucking living or am I just existing? Like, what the fuck? Like, this dude, he, he made his life sound like the best fucking adventure on the face of this earth. He sure did. Like, he really you know. did. You know, and it didn't come without, like, the forms of it. Like, if you really, you really want to dive into a lot of this stuff, um, I've been currently reading, um, what's it, Thrilling of Rolling Stone, and it's like, who does? I have to double check that. Don't fact check me on that. <laughs> Let me look at it real quick. That's what I'm, um, but but while you're looking it up, I I that's that's one that's one major thing that I believe in life is, you know, for it, it you got to take some risk. Yes, it's fear and loathing at Wellington. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all of uh, Hunter's writings that um didn't make it. Like that, I mean, it all went to the editors and all of his people at Rolling Stone who had worked for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all the random stuff that he was writing. And that goes 
on the campaign trail that goes, I mean, you can keep going. I mean, it goes all the way up to uh, Clarence Thomas. Like, there's a story in that in that book about Clarence Thomas. You remember Clarence Thomas's? Yes. He got busted with all those hookers and shit. Yeah. Holy shit, is there a story in there about Hunter driving his car, I think it's in Nevada, and he, like, crashes into a sheep, and because all these sheep got out, and the reason why all these sheep got out is because somebody ran off the road and hit the fence and plowed through a bunch of other sheep and ended up being like Clarence Thomas and a, and a couple of hookers, and they kept calling him the judge. So this whole story is about Clarence Thomas trying to, like, get, like, hook up with him. Hunter's trying to drive him to a safe location, and they go to this, like, hotel that he's got, like, suites, quote-unquote, rented out. That he owes like twenty three grand to, and they ain't gonna give him the sweets. So he starts like punching everybody, and Hunter's on the on the like outside going, "What the hell are you doing, man?" And oh, holy shit! Like that's one. That's like an example of like this storytelling because they're real. Probably not. I'll see like Clarence Thomas like being like. That involved, maybe he was. Maybe he was pistol whipping people. Maybe he was smack hookers. That would be funny. Like I, maybe I, that's what I would. I would love to see like Clarence Thomas and like one of those old school seventies pimp hats with like yeah. the judge gown. That's and, that's what it has, was like. And he has and he has like a gold plated like gavel. And he's yeah. just like I'm the judge. Hunter's <laughs> just trying to help him escape. It's like. That's exactly what happened. Those hoes owe me money. Yeah. Oh, wow. They kicked out my room. Anyway, yeah. Man, you can go on for a hunter, man. Yeah. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, uh, looking through my bucket list, I already told myself, I was like, I got to basically try some recreational drugs at least once. Yes. Yeah. Do a fucking awesome alcoholic road trip. Yes. YOLO, uh, man. And this and most of, and and most importantly, get a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, you know, yeah. tattoo. Yes. Hey, we just need to figure out what will be your first tattoo. Yeah. We can discuss that off air. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. I was, I was gonna say there's more to my bucket list, but it's gonna be off air, you know, because uh, you know the castle, the castle button is like hovering. We could you know? do that whole uh, that chicken hanging below your knee. Oh, you want a cat? You want a kitty? We could do that one too, hanging below your knee. If you want. <laughs> this cat is literally it's looking. Right. What the hell's going on? It's late, right though. Yeah. I, my, I, I think, I think what we should do, Marcus, is, uh, we should let our fans decide. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I okay, so. I'm gonna say it right now. The first person that says, My Little Pony, I'm literally just getting rid of him. But I'm what done. if, what if I'm we done. made, what if we made it like a Hunter S. Thompson's My Little Pony? Ooh, like a Ralph Ooh. Yes. Like a Ralph Stedman, like Ink Squat, like yeah. style. Oh, dude. You know what? You know, it might be tempting. 
that might be tempting. <laughs> or okay, so we have a uh, Hunter S. Thompson, Ralph Steadman style My Little Pony. We have um, Candyman. Um, Candyman's still staying on the list. He's not. He's not. He's not leaving the list. I think that uh, he should do a Ralph Steadman Candyman. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, even if it's like a crazy ass flattery hook with bumblebees, I think that would be sweet. Are you familiar with Ralph Steadman's work? Uh, a bit, yes. He's okay. pretty much the one that illustrated everything that was inside of Hunter S. Thompson's brain. Mm-hmm. All of his work, like, explains how Hunter's brain works. So, so yeah. I, I think I think okay. So we have we have My Little Pony, either mm-hmm. Riddler or Ralph Steadman. We have Candyman. Um, you can put the Ralph Steadman filter on any of that if you wish. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so what else? What else? What else? Sweeten the pot a little bit. <laughs> Here we go. What are some of your ideals? Um, yeah, uh, we could do we could do a, a very nice detailed uh, Swamp Thing. Oh, 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 I'm all about some Swamp Thing, dude. Okay, okay, so we have Swamp Thing, and what else? Woo, man, there's so many to choose. There's so many to choose. I'm do, in all honesty, I'm trying to avoid the basic. The basic tattoos, like motherfuckers, like, oh, I got these stars on my shoulders, and you know, dumb shit like that. I'm like, I'm like, when I take off my shirt or like lift my sleeve and they see it, I just want people like, yo, what the fuck? You know, like amazement, and they want to hear the story. (laughs) You know, what about what about what's your story on Swamp Thing, man? That's like, that's like an underground. Like, you love Swamp Thing. Honestly, I saw the, uh, I, I used to, uh, watch the, uh, TV series. Yeah? Yes. Okay. I used to watch TV Wait, series, saw the cartoon. Underrated, dude. Underrated. He, he made, he actually, he's been making a comeback the last few years. Yes, he has. Yes. But of course, I would, I would say, I would say Mr. T, but, uh, that'd be. Oh. <laughs> I pity the fool that don't like. Marcus My. is, Marcus is a big Mr. T. Are you really dude? Oh, you know what though? That could actually work because you know, if you didn't want to do anything crazy big, we could do like an ear with a feather earring. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say, like, you know, we could actually you know, know, I mean, am I wrong? No how sweet would that be? Now, what kind of Mr. T do you want? Do you want like Mr. T from the A team? Do you want the cartoon Mr. T or do you want Clover Lane? Ooh. You know, it had to be, it would have to be a toss up between the cartoon, the uh, comic book uh, version or Clover Lane. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? what? You know what, Jason, when this is over with, we got to basically put this <laughs> we got to put the poll up. We got to put a poll up on our uh on our Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah. Just to see what everybody says. Yeah, um, we, we we will we will definitely do that. <laughs> but, okay, so here's my last suggestion. Okay, this one goes directly on your forum. Are you are you familiar with the Adventures of Pete? Pete? Um, oh, oh, I think I know I, where this is going. I, my brother would most likely okay. be more. So the I, young, I'm familiar with it. So the younger like brother had that, that. 
the younger brother had that like Che tattooed on his arm. Yeah. Petunia. But, so we do Petunia. But make it Mr. P Mr. T Petunia? No, even better. Brad Pitt. Dear God, I, I've heard oh, this man. discussion. What if we did hey, what if we did quote unquote Petunia with Brad Pitt but Mr. T instead? Brad a Pitt. Brad Pitt with a Mr. T haircut. Yes. That might work. <laughs> that might work. And I'm sure if we keep going on with this, it'll like morph into something else. <laughs> <laughs> it'll just go down the rabbit hole and our listeners yeah. will basically be like, yo, I'm kind of scared, but I'll just keep listening. Yeah. Dressed in like a half of a furry suit. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Oh man, you know what? Um, God, who was I talking to? Oh, we were just talking about uh, furries. Oh yeah, we were just talking about furries because they heard the podcast. Yeah, they heard our it. they heard our little uh, piece about furries and whatnot. And they were just looking at us like, "You guys sound insane." And I was like, "No." I was like, "Has anybody ever captured a furry and studied it?" Yeah, right. That's what my wife was wanting to do that. And like do like going into the wild with him, and my brother's my videos. My brother is pretty like an outgoing person, so he'd be able to like reel it in between him and my wife. Like they can like reel in, like really get him in there, really get him to expose their insights. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Are we going? Are we going to put on Steve Irwin? Yeah, suits and go hunt. But Gosh. check out like. We were checking out a cinema wasteland some years ago, and you know it's a horror movie convention, and it's like cinema wasteland used to be like the party convention, like it's like a complete horror show in those exact words, and I mean it's like complete like insanity, right? There's these mm-hmm. two hotels, one hosts the convention. And then one, if you don't want to pay all the money to stay instead of hotel, you stay across the parking lot. So most people stay across the parking lot. No, okay. raging. It's like a party, dude. It's a crazy it's, party. It's insane. Everybody is completely respectful, though. Like, and when you're checking out, I remember checking in there one year, and it was always the same lady. It was Motel Six, I think. Or, or no, it was the two. Holiday Inn. No, Holiday Inn is where they host it, but Motel Six was across the parking lot. But yeah. I think it turned into a story. I think you're right. Yeah. I either way, like we're going in and checking in and you know, we're all we're all crazy, we're all horror movie, we're all you know, whatever you can imagine. And this lady is like I love it when you guys come here. You guys are so respectful and you clean up after yourselves. Let me tell you the weekend after this happens, the bronies come. Oh, geez. And the bronies? They are so disgusting. And I can't even tell you how much weird stuff we have to clean up. But you guys, you're amazing. And I said, that was probably the best piece of words I've ever heard in my entire life. Because we're blood and guts for Like, we're blacked out drunk, eating whatever. I, I, I like. Because they still do cinema waste, don't they? Yeah, I mean, the pandemic kind of put a damper on some stuff, but I think this October is going to be the first one. But my God, dude, let me tell you, Marcus, like, 
your first, if you ever go to a horror show, this would have been one of the ones you wouldn't get broken into because it's insanity. At least it used to be. But hearing that, it really, really hit a soft spot in my, in my black little heart. Like, I was just like, oh my god. I love all of this. <laughs> Great. We're good people, see? We're not all crazy. Did they lose you the one year in the brilliant. woods? Well, <laughs> so, so they have these woods next to the hotels where they this do this. Is a vagina tree. That's, that's and there were there were a few years that Kevin here got a little too friendly with the uh, alcohol or something, and he was acidy. Just, is what they like to call acidy. Acidy. He got a little acid reflux. Yeah, and he would just disappear out into the woods. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, and the, 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 there was the the woman there that could crush crush cans with her Asian with, persuasion. Yes, she would crush cans with her taint. Yes. Like, dude, she would literally like there'd be cans. Sack them, dude. She'd just boom. Oh, oh where'd you go? Right. You there? Yeah. Holy yeah. crap! What happened? Hey, you guys, can hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Oh yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't know. know. Oh well, you can still hear us, so we'll just go on there. And yeah. like she would, I like making eye contact. With you. <laughs> I'll tell you that. And she would smash. She would smash the cans with like her with her tank. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was kind of impressive. Um, then oh, there, man. Was, then there was so the much. the the crazy elevator rides. Yeah. Oh man, my brother. He he was the master. Of these elevator rides, and he's got so much footage to prove it. I think we went off subject a little bit. I think we did, but that happens with us. Yes, <laughs> we talked a little bit in the beginning about tattoos, and then we yeah. started talking about acid. So yeah. it's uh, I, I would say it's that it's, I, I would say that it's been a pretty fun and yeah. Um, but kind of getting back to subject. I love so getting back to, um, can you still hear us? Yeah. Okay. okay great. Um, but getting back to hold on. Oh, there it is. Um, but I love the mind. So besides besides having a good breakfast. Like, if someone's going in to get their first tattoo, breakfast, lunch, or, or whatever, but what other advice could you give a a, a virgin tattoo goer? Um, honestly, it's it's pretty simple, man. Like, it's it's really not that bad. Like, I mean, depending on the area, if you're going in, if you're going in for your first one, you're like, I want my ribs done. Okay, that's cool. Um, it's a different pain. It's it's weird. But again, it's it all comes into. It sounds I'm going to sound whatever, but get a good night's sleep, eat something good before you go, and mm-hmm. just because once your endorphins start running, man, I mean that's like with anything, even in any like procedure. I mean, you want to have some some for your endorphins to like eat off of. So just don't pressure yourself. Just be cool. You know, okay. you eat, 
You eat a good meal before you get in, you're solid. I I will guarantee you it was solid. Um, you might pass out still. And you know <laughs> what? That shit happens. But if the artist tells you, just chill, you're not going to get you a candy bar or a soda, stay in your chair. That's all you got to do. If you get up, <laughs> you will hit the ground. You look at me like Absolutely. I never did what you told me. I know. <laughs> you stay in that fucking chair. No. I mean, if you feel like you gotta get up, you get up. You, you could do you, but you're gonna hit that ground. I guarantee you will. Because I've done it. And I've seen it done. So, I, maybe some of, you know, I, I mean, I got people that are like, man, I've sat for eight hours. And that's, that's straight. That's cool. That's I not could. everybody. I, I can't. When I was younger, you sat for like six when yeah, I was but, first started. Yeah, but I was like early twenties, and you hit into the bike the entire time. Because <laughs> can, can we just remind the audience? Yeah. 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 Six hours. You know still. what? That shit stayed. It did. It, it did stay. All right. It still looks great. Almost twenty years later. Twenty years, I'm still letting you stick me. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna share. I'm gonna share two last tattoo stories with Kim. Okay. Um. So, do you remember Stab Pool? Oh, the Stab and Pool. Yes, the Stab and Pool method. <laughs> the Stab and Pool method. So we were we're up there, and um, I think Ashley was getting something done, wasn't she? Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah. So we're up there. So we're up. Uh, we're up on um, Fifth Avenue. Fifth Avenue. Okay. And And um, my ex-wife was getting something done. And so we're standing outside talking, and this guy comes up and he starts talking about like he knows how to tattoo. Yeah. And his whole motion of him tattooing was a stabbing motion and then pulling. Pulling down. Yeah. <laughs> I think, that, I think that's murder. <laughs> I really yes. think that's murder. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's part of murder. Maybe he... <laughs> and, and, oh. and then the other one was the guy... You know, he's probably confessing, Marcus. He, was he probably, probably was. Confessing. He's like, it's that pool. He's like, yeah, so it's like, that pool, guys. That pool. Same thing. That is manslaughter, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> then, that's first degree, dog. The other story was this came directly from you. Like it was, it was when you were at Jane's. Okay. So you were outside, and some dude came up to you and wanted you to do an upside down cross on his face. Right. And I think I remember that. Yeah. So, 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 like, did I like? Hold on, and then he said, "Nah, man, my brother, my, my buddy yes. yeah, he was like, yes. nah, man, my buddy will do it for like twenty bucks for a six pack.'" And then I was just like, "That's cool, man. We do really good cover ups." <laughs> so the guy came up and he was like, "I want an upside down cross, and I wanted to come back. I think he said he wanted to come down his eye, right, and like go yeah. across, like like underneath his nose and like over there. So it was like coming down over his eye, down into his armpit." Yeah. <laughs> and and Kevin was like and so Kevin told him and like like what Kevin said, he's like, Yeah, my buddy can do it for like twenty bucks in a six pack. Look, word of advice to everybody out there that wants to get a tattoo, 
Don't go to your buddy that's doing yeah. it for 20 bucks and I mean, a six pack. Honestly, I was like 100% down with doing it upside down crossing this motherfucker. I mean, I'll, I will commit blasphemy any, any way I can, but I mean, it's like, I'll quote you a price, you know, you pay the man, you know, like, if you want something like that, you know what I mean? Like, everybody's got to pay penance for their sins, correct? Yeah. So, um, I, I handed him my pittance, and he was just like, no, nah, man, my, my boy was there for 20 bucks and six pack. So I was like, okay, that's cool. You're not going to have an eye when you come back. And then, <laughs> you know, you're going to be a little drunk probably, but you're not going to have an eye. Um, but, you know, we do really good cover-ups. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> like, you know. So, <laughs> with that, so with that being said, we're going to bring the show to a close. Once again, we'd like to thank Kevin for joining us on the show today. Uh, Kevin, you. if you don't mind, uh, tell the people how they can, uh, find you. I am the Savage Order of Noblemen. <laughs> <laughs> and hashtag poop emoji. Poop emoji. <laughs> Where can they find you on Instagram? Uh, at BlackMoth7G. Okay. Okay. Slash. Slash. WWW, if you guys don't know what that means, it's World Wide Web. <laughs> slash hashtag Savage Order of Noblemen. <laughs> I think we just had a callback joke to early days of Marcus. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. But I like that. That was, yeah. good. That that was, was actually pretty good. <laughs> we should we should we hashtag it. I'm giving it to you. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna. I'll gift it to you. Gift. He gifted it to us. I gift it. <laughs> but you can find us on Facebook at the Noble Order of Savages. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram, the Noble of, uh, the Noble Order of Savages. Eh, damn it, I just screwed that up. The Noble Order of Savages. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> And you can find me at the Noble Order of Savages JM on Instagram. Uh, you can also email us at NobleOrderOfSavages at gmail.com for any questions or anything else. Yes, questions, comments, concerns. We welcome all of it. Good publicity, black publicity. Hey, it's all the same to us. In fact, hey, you can get a hold of me on the Savage Order of Noblemen. Downside poop emoji. So with that being said, thank you guys for listening and you guys have a good night. Uh, good night.